everyone, and welcome to the Come to the Table podcast with Adam. I am your host, Adam Franzen, or as some of you call me, Mr. Franzen. want to give a special shout out to my students that are going to be listening this week as I begin to incorporate this podcast into our religion curriculum at Brossard. And uh, so I welcome any other new listeners that are out there. Thank you for tuning in. There's going to be times where I'm trying to speak directly to my students, but overall, the podcast should remain very much the same. So I want to talk today about the readings from this past Sunday. And the theme that comes to my mind is, The gates of hell shall not prevail. You know, as I was looking back at many of my podcasts thus far, it seems to me that the same theme kind of keeps coming up, and that is security or really a feeling of no having no security and that's what being secure means the state of being free from danger or threat how many of you listening are always worried about finding security whether you're a person who is worried about covid-19 or you're a person who lost their job and doesn't know how to pay the bills or a person who has lost a loved one and doesn't know how to move on. Or maybe you're a person who is worried about the upcoming election and you fear that everything bad could happen if your person doesn't win. Or maybe you're just a person that fears change or a person that feels fears failure. Maybe you're one of my students who is afraid that you're going to miss out on more of your high school experience if more things get canceled. Fear or a, a feeling of a lack of security is something that continues to come up as I put together these podcasts. And so the readings from this past week are a go-to for me. And they're a go-to in almost any discussion I have about my faith. The readings from this past week, and I'm speaking about the gospel particularly, are something that I've already referred to in multiple episodes. And that is the institution of the church when Jesus tells Peter, Upon this rock you will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail. Whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. So Peter has the keys, and the church has been founded. So we, as Catholics, can trace our beginnings back to this moment. And we as Christians can look to Christianity for guidance. So this reading should bring us some comfort. Some comfort in knowing that we have a church founded by Christ in our Catholic faith. We have a church that can prevail against hell itself. Talk about a community that I want to be a part of. A church that can prevail against hell. Hmm. Sign me up. <laughs> you know, I was listening to Father Mike Schmitz this past weekend during his Sunday homily. And as he usually does, he really moved me to take a look at today's world a lot differently. And, and to, he... He challenged me to look at this as an opportunity. You know, if you look at America today, it can really feel as if the Catholic Church 
and Christianity in general is losing some of its influence. I mean, look across America. The growing number of people that consider themselves to have no faith or to be a part of no faith or religion, that number continues to grow. And the number of Catholics is continuing to fall. The last poll I saw said that 25% of America is not a part of any faith. Now, legally, as far as America, there's a part of me that's like, okay, that's fine, it's America. You know, we have the freedom of religion. You have the freedom to not practice a faith if you want. And I don't think that should be forced or thrust upon anybody. But it is a concern that that many people don't have a community like the one that I have in my Catholic faith. And that's what I worry about. I worry about the number of people who are making decisions based on no foundation in anything. I worry about the people who have no meaning in life or believe this life on earth has no meaning. What are we doing here then? So the number of people that consider themselves a part of no faith continues to grow. And the Catholic faith, it seems as though people are leaving. Not quite as at a rapid pace as it felt maybe a few years ago. But parishes have closed. Catholic schools and churches in some areas have closed. And it may feel as if fewer and fewer people have faith anymore. But, but we must remember, this is an opportunity for us to now share our faith with those 25% of people who don't have a faith. Now... The problem with this is maybe some of you listening are not really sure about your faith. Maybe you're one of those who doesn't want to declare yourself as having a faith in any particular church or particular religion. Well, I would just challenge you to remember these readings from this past week. Remember where the church started. With one moment, with one person. Jesus, the same man who died and rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. He conquered death. And he gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven to Peter. And Peter, along with a couple hundred disciples, you know, they didn't have all the tools that we have today to search for our faith. They had each other. They didn't have the Bible to bring them comfort. In fact, they had a world out there that was willing and ready to kill them for following Jesus. So while the world seems to be going through a rapid change, <clears throat> excuse me, away from faith, we cannot forget what Jesus taught us, that the gates of hell shall not prevail. This world today is an opportunity an opportunity to move forward with confidence. You want security. The only security out there is to follow Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the light. No one goes to the Father except through him. You know, one of the most used phrases in the Bible is do not be afraid. And it's in there that many times because God knew we were going to be a scared people. He did create us after all. But he's also letting us know that he is with us always. 
He's calling us to be holy. He's calling us to come to him for strength, for courage, for wisdom. And so that we may feel his love. Don't get me wrong. Opening up our hearts sometimes to learn about our faith is tough. We may find out some things about ourselves that maybe aren't things that we should have been doing. And maybe they're more serious than we thought originally. It can be even tougher to put ourselves out there and share our faith with others for fear of being ridiculed or persecuted. And I think the feeling that many people feel right now that they're afraid of is this feeling of loneliness. We've been isolated, more so than ever before. We've been asked to stay in our bubble. And you know, oftentimes it's for the better. We're doing the right thing for the common good. But if you're sitting alone and you're unable to think about the tough questions of what this world means, then you need to consider opening up your heart to Jesus. Tr Jesus said, trust in me, come to me, and I will be the one to give you rest. So to my students who are listening, I know today as young people in this world, it can be easier to not ask questions. It can be easier to just not think about God. It can be easy to be passive and to, to just worry about hanging out with your friends and spending time with your family and to just sit on your phone and scroll and scroll and get a quick laugh here and there and maybe, and maybe play some video games or whatever it is that we do to pass the time. But remember, it can be easy to get trapped in all of this fog today. And before you know it, you can be so distracted that you've lost your faith entirely by simply forgetting about it. But open your hearts up to learning. Be willing to seek. This world does mean something. It means something so as long as there is a loving God that created it. And so as long as God created each and every one of us. But it's equally as true that there is a power out there that wants to tear you away from your bind with God. It's not something that we need to fear, but it is something that we need to be aware of. So I encourage you, ask questions, seek the Lord. Find a way to remain open to Jesus. If you open your heart just a little bit, I promise you Jesus will transform you for the better. He will give your life more meaning than you thought you could ever have. It's not always going to be easy. In fact, it's going to be hard. Most of the early Christians were killed because they followed Jesus. But every one of them would tell you, that they found eternal happiness and meaning. I'm not asking anybody to die out there, but I am asking you to be willing to seek the Lord and see what the Lord has in store for you. You know, in my life, I found that the closer I become to God, that the more love I feel for those around me. The closer I am to God, the more love I feel for my wife, my kids, 
my family, my friends. Heck, I even feel like I love strangers and even some of my enemies maybe a little bit more. So if you're a person out there that's struggling to love, and in particularly struggling to love yourself, please draw close to God. Find a way. Pray. Speak to God. If you don't know how, just you can find some form of prayers or, or just speak from your heart. It's going to be odd at first, but I challenge you to do it. God does love you. And he's given us a church, a community that is here for you. We as a community sometimes need to be better about reaching out to people who need us. And so I'm here now telling you that we're here for you. I'm asking you, pray to God. Be open to his word. Be open to his church. And you can be a part of the church that can close the gates to hell and be welcomed by the beautiful gates of heaven where love and eternal happiness will reign forever for all of eternity. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for coming to the table.